what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Slip Talk Podcast Show. I am the host of that show, Shayna Mod. Thank you all for listening. I know some of you have been saying, oh my God, where has Shayna Mod been? You know what? Shayna Mod had pulled a fast one on you guys. Shayna Mod took a hiatus and didn't even realize he was taking a hiatus until he sat and thought to himself, wait a minute. I have not done any shows or at least post any of my podcast shows in a while. So you know what? All great podcast hosts, all great shows, all television hosts, they do something every year. They do what, guys? They take in hiatus. I have... I have I've done my first year of podcasts. I've done over 40 something shows. Some I have published, some I decided to go back and unpublish, but yeah, I have did this a year. I said, you know, I need a little break from this. Um, so yeah, guys, I took a break, but I am back. Everything is good. There's nothing to be concerned about, to be quite honest with you. Life life happens sometimes, but life is going pretty good. Um, new job, new car. Um, not in a relationship because I don't want one. I think if I really wanted one, I could get into one. Uh, new friends, uh, more energy than usual, you know, new clothes, new, you know, things are going pretty good. So I, I, I really do like the way life has been. So I have not taken a hiatus because I've been depressed or going through hell. No, guys, I have been enjoying life and things have been going pretty well. But anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to my show, The Slip Talk Podcast Show, where you can listen to it on Spotify and Apple Music. But you know what? Uh, speaking of the Slip Talk podcast show and going on hiatus, I'm going to have to do this show really quickly and go on a hiatus because I actually have a Zoom meeting at 4 o'clock and it is now 3.28. So you know what? I have a bunch of new material, um, ideas, uh, well, ideas to talk about and discuss with you guys for the official start of season two of the Slick Talk podcast show. So I appreciate you all for listening. And hopefully uh, this season here, I'll keep you entertained. Hopefully I'll get some guests on the show, but I'm so ambiverted. I oftentimes don't feel like being bothered with people, but I do know I may have to get out of that if I'm going to be doing this. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get get into it with this show. Um, Today, I decided that I would like to talk to you guys about... One little thing that's very important to me, and that's a person who is loyal to a friend when the friendship is over. Yes, guys. Are you that friend who stays loyal to somebody, although you know that that person is no longer loyal to you or may seem to have drifted away, but, you know, this has been your friend for a long time and, you know, you don't want to break the habit of breaking up this friendship well, you know what, guys? I have a few um, a few examples to let you know that that friendship may be over. And I'm going to give you guys a quick story time. I know you guys missed my story time, but guess what, guys? I am back with another one today. So, it, And this story time will correlate with the topic of this show. Um, so, yeah, number one, bullet point number one, when you know that you are a friend who still keeps being loyal to another friend who no longer gives a fuck about you. Um, the bullet point number one, being loyal even when it's over. One-sided friendship. You guys are probably saying, Shane, what the hell is one-sided friendship? Well, a friendship should be two-sided. Example, you only call or reach out to this friend. Do you have a friend or have known someone who you've been cool with in your mind and in your world, but they don't seem to be any cool with you anymore? Like, 
you call them, they don't answer. You text them, they don't really respond. And if they do respond, it's like very late and very dry. Um, and it's just kind of like you realize, what you, like, I can't seem to get in contact with this person. This person is avoiding me. If you are a good friend, you're not going to think negative. You're going to think, oh my, well, negative in a way that this person doesn't like you. You're going to think more so, what is my friend going through? What's going on? Why are they reaching out to me? Are they okay? I have been that friend. You know, people may you know look at Shane and say, oh, Shane, you don't give a shit about people. I do. You have to be my friend for me to give a damn. <laughs> but, you know, if you are my friend, if I consider you my friend, like I am a ride or die type friend. Um, so I get it. Um, so when a friend is like seeming one-sided to you or they only reach out to you when they need you for something and then when they get whatever they need out of you, you don't hear anything back from them or something like that. Um, yeah, you, 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 you're, the, you're the friend who's being loyal to a friend who's no longer loyal to you. Also, bullet point number two, trust and betrayal. Um, I have here an example of coming out, you know, coming on to a friend, boyfriend or girlfriend, stealing money, stealing property. Um, example also lying about things that you know the truth about. Lying is insulting to someone's intelligence. Yes, it is. If you have a friend that, you know, is coming on to your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your wife or your husband and, and stuff like that, and you still keep bringing this friend around because of your loyalty and you want to keep them, uh, you know, in the loop with everything, you are dumb as fuck. Yeah. If they're trying to, if this friend is trying to fuck your girlfriend, fuck your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, whatever the case may be, and you still bringing them around, well, then they should fuck them. Because your dumbass shouldn't be inviting them to anything that you have going on. Sometimes you have to keep your eyes open. You have to watch people and watch how people move. I usually don't watch what a person says to me. It's their energy and it's their actions what I watch. Um, also, um, have you ever had a friend who who told you something at one point in life and they forgot that they told you. And I guess by now, you know, fast forward, they realize that this is something they don't want to discuss or talk about or remember. So they have put it in a category in life where it doesn't happen, but they forgot that they told you and they lie about it. And you think to yourself, this friend is lying to me because I distinctly remember and distinctly being there when such and such happened and they told me this. Now they're telling me another story. You know what they say, lies are hard to keep up because to, to keep a lie contained, you have to constantly keep lying, you know. And when a person lies to you, oftentimes you may not know it's a lie at the beginning, but they do. Um, being, decept being deceptive is very hard. Being deceptive takes extreme amounts of intelligence um, and wisdom, and not many people can master that. And let's say we all tell people lies. Either we tell lies because we're shitty, or we tell people lies because what you're asking for is none of your business. And we'd rather just give you bullshit than give you the truth. Um, also, bullet point number three, uh, they don't keep any of your secrets. If you have a friend who's out here blasting your secrets and you are keeping their secrets uh, out of loyalty, your friend is not loyal to you. The friendship is has, not, is, uh, has gone from 100% to 50%. It is only staying alive with your um, energy. The, their energy is, is out. Luckily, I don't think I have any like current friends like that. Um, you know, because things get back to you or whatever. And um, I have been in that situation though, where I've had a friend who who said things or, or told things that I didn't think they would say. And granted, I knew things. You know, I wouldn't know things about these people, and I would say to myself, I could so 
play that game with them and go back and do the same to them. But my thing is, I'm the kind of guy, you're not going to dictate how I move and operate. Only I will dictate how I move and operate and when I execute whatever I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? If I was the president of the United States and I got attacked by Russia and Russia hit me with some kind of weapon or whatever, they're going to be on the lookout for a a weapon, you know, fast. And I, I may be swift about it or I may get calculated about it. You know, and I may hit you when you least expect it. So that's one thing uh, about uh, a loyal friend, because when a loyal friend decides that they don't want to be loyal to a friend who's no longer loyal to them, then all hell could break loose if they wanted to. All right. Bullet point number four, negative energy and pessimistic. Ooh, that's such a tongue twister. Always complaining and looking at the negative of things. Are you that loyal friend who has a uh, friend who isn't loyal to you and you tell them, hey, guess what, friend? I got a new job today. I got um, I got a promotion on my job, blah, 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 blah. And then they don't seem happy for you and they kind of cut it down. I, I can distinctly remember a friend right now in my head as I speak about that. Like I remember when anything good to me happened and I would tell this friend about it. Well, not anything good, but oftentimes anything good would happen. I remember telling this friend about it and they would be kind of really nonchalant and uninterested or whatever. And I used to think to myself, like this person doesn't seem happy for me like I am when they get, you know, when good things happen for them. Um, usually guys, that's a sign that you being loyal to a friend who is shitty. You need, let, let me tell you this, you need a friend who when you get your promotion, or something good happens to you, they need to be naturally as excited as you are. If they give you eh, kind of energy on something good, either that friend is like going through something and is real jealous or whatever. And if they are, leave them alone for a while. If they want to hear back from you, have them call you. If not, bye. All right. Um, point number five, a friend who has boring conversation. Hmm. Have you guys ever had a friend and, you know, things have been great and stuff like that. And all of a sudden you guys talk and the conversation is boring and, you know, they don't contribute much to the conversation and they prefer to uh, place boundaries on the the ways that you interact with them. Like, you know, letting you know, oh, I have this to do. I have this to do so I can talk to you on this and this and this and this day. Hey. Guys, I am 35 years old. I completely 100% people's boundaries as I like people to uh, respect my boundaries. But I'm going to tell you all a little secret. Real friends let their friends oftentimes uh, go through their boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, for instance, like if I am busy with work or whatever and someone new meets me and they're calling me at work or whatever and or they text me, I may say, hey, look. I'm at work. Let me get, let me hit you back when I, you know, when I'm off, whatever. Now your, your friends will know you're at work and you will sit there and entertain them back and forth throughout the day because that's your friend and you have that kind of emotional attachment. Someone knew you may not have it, but that friend who starts to place you in this category of, I'm going to only contact, contact you or answer you when I'm like not busy. Um, that friend has reneged on the friendship on, on some kind of way. And it may be something that you have done or said, or maybe they have moved on in a place in life and they've realized that, you know, your services as a friend is no longer needed. I mean, that happens. That happens to all of us. We find people we don't longer want to be cool with. And it, and 
there are people who find that work. They don't want, no longer want to be cool with us. So I get it. Um, also, another bullet point is uh, you're a loyal friend who's always with a friend who's always in drama. And, you, and, and out, of, out of loyalty, you still stick around because this is your friend. But this dumbass friend of yours is always in some type of drama. Yeah, you're a dumbass loyal friend. It's like, yeah, okay, every time I hang out with you, we got the cops being called, or there's a fight going on, or something stolen, or something like that. Like, yeah, I gotta let you go. I can't be cool with nobody like me. I ain't got time for that. Um, also, bullet point number seven, uh, passive aggressive towards you. Are you a loyal friend who has had a friend, or currently have a friend who is passive aggressive to you? Hmm. And some may say, hey, Shane, what do you mean by passive-aggressive? What that mean? If you don't know what it means, guys. Passive-aggressive is someone who makes little snarly moves towards you, but they try to act as if it's not the case. Here are examples like uh, you call them, they don't return your phone calls. Um, you know, or, you know, you call them and they immediately hang up in your face and send you the voicemail. And But yet they'll send you a text message saying, hey, sorry, I'm busy right now type thing. Or, hey, let me give you a call back. But they never call back. Um, also, they're rude to your significant other. Like uh, if you have a loyal, if you are a loyal friend and you realize that your other friend is no longer loyal, they're going to be a little rude to your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, wherever the case may be naturally. They, they'll, they'll come off that way. I know I have been in situations when I have um, introduced people I was talking to to my uh, friend of mine, and I, I could pick up on like a, a snotty, passive aggressive energy towards you know from my friend to whoever it is that I was um, bringing around, and then and then oftentimes I remember those the people I worked was talking to would tell me that how they felt about my friend, and I and, and I would honestly defend the friend, but in my mind. I understood everything. It sounds like, yeah, they, they were being a bitch. Um, so, yeah. Um, also, friends who ignore your texts, but on social media, you're always posting. If you're loyal, if you're being loyal to somebody who can't respond to your text message or call you, but yet they're constantly posting and commenting on, on social media, listen here. Uncle Shane is telling you that friendship is over. It's time to grow up and move on and leave that friend where? Right where they are. Bullet point number eight, your concerns are dismissed. For example, I've been leaving voice messages for you to call me or text, and they reply, I didn't see your message, or I forgot to reply, or this one, oh, I didn't hit send. Well, dumbass, or you know what, not even dumbass, well, fake bitch, if you forgot to uh, hit send or you didn't see my message or forgot to reply you sure as hell remember to reply and send and hit that on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that but you know what it's cool it's cool I'm a friend of yours I'm loyal to you clearly something's happened the atmosphere has shifted and you no longer consider me important enough to respond to me I get it I got cut from the team but listen here bitch you ain't the only team around here okay if you are so high and mighty to where you can't relay information or let someone know who has been your friend. Let them know how you feel or why you're acting the way that you are. You're taking a step back from them. Fuck you. And I'm telling you that the loyal friend, if, if this friend, if, these, if people are doing this to you, fuck them. Fuck them because guess what? They're saying fuck you by ignoring you and doing this. 
this is your friend. They should know. Um, friendships come and go. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. So if you are the loyal friend who's constantly, you know, being on the back burner to one friend, you'll get tired of that shit after a while. Watch. Also, bullet point number nine. Um, everything is your fault when things go wrong. Um, like I said earlier in one of the other bullet points, that friend is always, you know, negative towards you when anything good happens, but also negative negative towards you when anything bad happens. Sometimes we have to keep it real and tell people how it is. But also, um, have you ever had a, you know, there's some like friend who are no longer your friend and you tell them something and before they even hear the, the full entire story, they're really ready to take sides with the other person. You know why? Because they have built a negative thought process towards you and they automatically think anything you do and everything you do is wrong and is not the right way so they automatically are going to take the other person's side once again everyone who's listening under the sound of my voice that shit will get old thank you old really quick why do you i need to call my friend and tell them about what i got going on an issue in my life and then you want to fucking bitch and complain and tell me how wrong i am when I'm not even finished telling you the fucking story, you haven't even heard. Like nobody got time for that. Okay, well, let's let's be real here. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm right. But if I know I'm right and you still want to say that I'm wrong, that yeah, that gets old. Also, bullet point number ten: uh, things have changed in your life. Well, in you and your friend's life. Examples: hobbies. This person has you, or this person may have moved away, far away. Uh, one of you have picked up a drug habit, whether you're smoking weed 24/7 or or doing other harsh, more harsher drugs. Um, you know, you guys have met new friends who are more exciting and more fun. Um, a new significant other, mental health issues, life situations. Um, I will say, being that I consider myself a loyal friend, I usually can work through all of this. What I have said, as far as you know, different hobbies, moved on with, you know. A move, you know, drug habits, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I only can be loyal to and, and keep that going only but for so long, you know. Um, situations like mental health and life situations, like maybe your friend has hit hard times or something like that, um, and you try to help them, whatever, or they want to shun everybody out because they're going through stuff. As a loyal friend, you have to respect your friend's space. You know, if they don't want to be bothered, if they got a lot going on, um, let them go do what they gotta do to make themselves feel better. You can't, you can't make people make you, you know, you can't make people like let you in if they don't want you in. Um, because honestly, if a person is stressed out, that makes the situation even stressful. You say something like, hey, I miss hanging out with you, you know, give me a call when there's a chance, or let's meet up and let's hang out or something like that, or, you know, let me come pick you up. If they never respond back to you, that's, you send the invite. I mean, that's it. Don't, don't stress out about it. Um, but I also would like to play devil's advocate here on all of my bullet points. And when I say play devil's advocate, I mean, like, um, all the stuff that I've said, there could be other sides to everything that I've said, meaning people just naturally grow apart. You know, this friend may still be a loyal friend, but they have just grown apart. You know, life has changed. They may have moved somewhere else or doing something a little more spectacular and they're meeting other people and just don't seem as, as fun anymore. Um, and that's fine. And they, and, and they may not hate you. They may not have anything against you. It's just that you are not as current in their mind anymore. And that's fine. If you want to be cool with this friend, you should step your pussy up. Excuse my language. You know, step your game up. 
if you want to step, you know, move up with this friend. Also, uh, you may be toxic as fuck, and they have moved on. Yeah, you might be a loyal friend, but you might be toxic as hell, and which causes the other person to not want to fuck with you. I have been that. I have been that situation where I've been around people and they're just really toxic, and I have done just about everything on this list. Like, I don't want to be bothered with you, like, um, and I know if I tell you that, you know, it's going to be drama. I don't really want drama. Just leave me alone, okay? Just because we're not cool no more don't mean we got to have drama. Just because I don't fuck with you no more don't mean I want to fight you. There's, there's a difference, like, and only mature people and educated people <laughs> understand that. Also, uh, you may just be born as fuck. Yeah. It sucks. We some A lot of us think we're the best thing in the world. Like, I'm a person... I can't sit around somebody who wants to just smoke weed all day and get drunk and go to a club. Like, to me, that's boring. Like, there's more out of life than that. Like, this is what this is what you do. Like, I don't like people like that. So, of course, I don't want to go to the club. Been, been there, done that many times. Believe me, I would come in late and leave early. Like, to me, all the smoking and drinking, that's just too much. It's a little stupid. So, yeah, of course, uh, for me personally, I, I get bored with people like that very quickly. And also, they could be very jealous. They could be jealous of you. Um, they could be jealous of you. They may feel you're jealous of them. And they don't want a jealous friend. So you have to, you know, these are some of the things you have to watch and listen to uh, when, when you're being a friend, especially when you're a loyal friend and you're not getting the energy back from your friend that you're used to. You should think about these things here. Sit back and analyze it. But the best way to do, to sit back and analyze somebody like that, is don't bother them no more. You can't analyze somebody when you're constantly poking and prying at them. Sit back, watch their moves. Do they do they reach? If they don't reach out to you when you have stopped reaching out to them, sorry to tell you, the friendship is over. The friendship is over. Can it pick back up in the future? Yes, but more than likely, something grand is going to have to happen. Meaning, you guys are going to bump into each other at a club or the airport, or whatever, and you know they're going to like the way your hairstyle looks or whatever, and, and, and then. They're going to reminisce a little bit. They're going to miss, oh, I miss my friend and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yep, so that is that, guys. Stay tuned. I'm going to come back to you with a story time uh, that pertains to this particular subject. Hold tight. I'll be right back. All right, thank you everybody for listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. I'm Shane Ahmad. This is officially the kickoff of season two of my podcast show. I have been a podcaster for over a year now. I appreciate you all for listening. But I just got finished doing a story. I will doing a bullet point with you all. Uh, well, my bullet point ideas of uh, friends who are loyal to friends who are no longer loyal to them. And I gave my views on that. Well, I actually have a story time about that, guys. And I have, I'm going to make this quick because I do have a meeting to go to. So I remember, I have, I've had a friend, I'm going to make this really quick. I had, well, I had a friend who um, I had known for me, you know, many years and stuff like that. And I, and I thought they were, really, they were really cool. And I will say, disclaimer, we all have our ways about us. I, I know I have my ways about me. And I know this particular friend of mine had ways about them. But I guess we dealt with it. Um, oftentimes, I just went along with whatever's going on to avoid you know awkwardness or weird situations or whatever but long story short um several years ago I was living I had a roommate situation and uh 
my friend who I'm talking about, um, let's call this person B. This person's name is B. And uh, B had their own business. B lived in a condo um, and things like that. And I know B, you know, was going to be moving out of out of state um, because your business went under and um, the business went under and like, you know, they wanted to like just move away and kind of start over again. And I respected it and stuff like that. But prior to that, you know, for a couple of years to, you know, prior, B had told us that B bought a condo. And, you know, eventually would look to be fixed to fix the condo up and to maybe rent it out to someone else to make money on it to be like a, a property owner or something like that. And I believed it because I remember B would do things to the condo as far as fixing it up and painting and, and things like that. And it was a nice little spot or whatnot. So fast forward a couple years later, B is moving and is looking for someone to take over this condo, um, you know, some basically, you know, hand the rent over to can't, you know, let someone else pay the rent on the condo while B moves somewhere else and does, you know, whatever. So, of course, B told me, and B knew I was in a roommate situation, and I hated my roommate situation. And B was like, hey, look, I'm going to be moving out of here on X and, X and you know, such and such date. Do you want to take over the lease or whatever? And I was like, for the lease or the contract, whatever it was. I was like, sure, I can do that. I like the place. Yeah, I'm down for that. And I know how much that person paid every month. And I was like, I can, you know, afford that. So yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Long story short, when it was time, uh, you know, a couple weeks go by and I asked B, okay, what did you, did you hear anything about that? B was like, oh yeah, um, I'm gonna have to um, check on someone because there's another person that B knew who B apparently had promised that, you know, condo to. And they wanted, B wanted to see if the other person who, be promised a condo to was still interested in the condo and I was I remember thinking like well why am I just hearing about this you know I'm supposed to be a good friend of yours why are you just telling me this this seems weird you know but okay this is your place or whatever so um that was the case and B was like yeah I was gonna you know let them you know take over the lease whatever if they didn't want it it, you're free to have it or whatnot and I was like okay cool so I didn't really hear, hear any more about it. And one day I was over there helping B move and stuff like that, you know, being a good friend, helping them pack up and move and stuff like this because they were moving into another to another state. And I was over there and I remember that B had another friend who I knew of, like we, like the other friend, like we weren't friends, but we kind of like knew of each other. And that person had came there to kind of check in on things and I guess was maybe helping pack up and stuff like that. And I heard them having a conversation and comes to find out, guys, let me show you, let me show you how shady this friend <laughs> and, how, and, and how much of a cap uh, poser this friend, you know, was. This friend and the, and the other friend, you know, my friend whose name is B has this other friend who's coming over there talking and drinking and stuff like this while, you know, we're getting things set up for their move. Comes to find out the other friend who I don't really know that well actually was the owner of the condominium and my friend B was a sublease on the condominium and that my and then the, and the person who actually owned the condominium was going to let their son take over the lease in the condominium 
bullshit, right? Like, how fake can you be? And how phony can you be? You know, like, I remember thinking, like, so hold up. So for, so for the last couple of years, you have told everybody this was your place and that you was buying it and you was looking to, you know, make a profit off of it as you move because your business went down and, you know, and you want to start over. And you promised me to take, you promised I, I could take over this place here, but yet you don't have the authority for me to take over something that's not yours because you had everybody believe this was yours, really wouldn't, really what really wasn't even yours. And the person who owned the place, I didn't even know owned the place. So you are a sublease. And for everyone who's trying to make out what I'm saying, okay, guys, just, just here's an example. Say, for instance, um, I have a house. I'm buying a house. Well, I tell you I'm buying a house and I'm about to move out. And um, I offered to sell you the house and you like the house and you really you want to sell it. Well, it comes to find out I can't sell you the house because I don't own the house. The house is owned by someone else. And I can't sell you something that I don't own. You're here to do business, but I'm here bullshitting you only because I'm still holding on to this grand idea that I am grand and I am so high and mighty and I have my shit together. When in actuality, I don't and things are rough and I'm having to downsize because life has bit me in the ass. And my thing is, guys, like I'm not knocking anybody for going through things. God knows I have gone through things in life. But, but at the same time, I've kept it real, especially with my friends. So I remember that particular situation. I, I was going to like back off from them. But like I'm the person like if I give you my word, I'm going to do something. So I helped them move and all this kind of stuff. And I still try to you know, be friend, friendly with them. But I do, I do notice that uh, the interest level, uh, my interest level kind of died down after that because that wasn't the first instance I realized how fake this person was, and, you know, how this person, you know, had to show off like how good they had it or how much money they were making or whatever. Like, um, like this particular friend I remember was someone who did everything they could do to try to look good and to look great, but act like they don't look good and don't look great you know they want to look expensive or whatever but don't want to come off in a way that they want to come off too crazy for me right guys but anyway that's enough of story time i got this meeting to go to thank you for listening to the slick talk podcast show with shana mod until next time guys i'll talk to you all later bye